Hey, what's up? It's my gang from Mixed in the Dark. Remember, I'm dedicating the month of April to domestic violence awareness. I've had a few stories sent to me and I want to let you know how much I appreciate your stories. I know it's scary to put yourself out there, especially because Mixed in the Dark is a public platform. I thank you for being brave. I thank you for recognizing that you are amazing and I thank you for sharing with me something so very personal to you. We've got two more episodes before our series end. Until then, please listen to our stories of domestic violence. I am a survivor of domestic violence. I didn't know I was in a toxic relationship until I learned about abuse later on while in college. My relationship was textbook style up to every step. It is now a closed book in my past, but I reopen it in hopes of helping others who are still in the cycle. I hope I do not trigger anyone who had similar experiences. Some details are left out to hide my identity. I thought of myself as below average looking, but if I fix my hair and put on some makeup, I can look better in photos. This was before digital cameras with the filters were a thing. I gave my photo to my boyfriend at the time and he was there. He knew I was taken, but that didn't stop him from calling me. He said he saw my picture and wanted to know me. I was 16 and he was 21. He knew exactly what to say and it melted my heart. He said I had the most beautiful lips he had ever seen. He made me feel good about myself. I fell in love with my ears and he fell in love with my eyes. My parents knew about us because I did not have a cell phone and was always on the house phone at that time. They did not approve of him. However, I was head over heels for him. No one has ever paid attention to me like this before. I broke up with my boyfriend who I didn't care for much at the time. I was having problems with my family and wanted to marry him to get away from them. He agreed and asked me to run away to marry him so we can be together. And so I ran away. But that's as far as we got. He never took me to his home. We just lived together at random places and I couldn't contact my family or friends because I was now an underage runaway. At first, it was fun and exciting. He wanted to know everything about me, including my past lovers. He wasn't happy that I was not a virgin because he wanted to be the first. He wasn't a virgin himself, but that didn't matter because he was a male. He made me feel worthless because of my past. I was flawed and not good enough to be his wife. I tried to make up for it and did not want to give up that easily. Once we went to visit some male friends of his and they talked to me. Everything was going well until we got in the car. He called me a slut and cussed me out for flirting with his friends, which I didn't feel like I did that. He was so furious he slapped me across the face. I had never been treated this way before. I didn't know what to do but cry. He said I looked ugly when I cry. He broke me. I know I'm not very pretty, but he found the flaws in me. 
He apologized later and wiped my tears away. He said I was too wild and he had to put me in my place. Later on in the relationship, I found out he was never single this whole time. He confessed that he had a girlfriend before he met me, and I must accept this since he knew her first. I felt betrayed and hurt, but I invested too much in this relationship to turn back. I left my job, education, friends, and family to be with him. So I let him talk to his girlfriend, but eventually I made him leave her for me. After he did, he kept bringing up the fact that he made a mistake by letting her go. He compared me to her and how good she was to him, how much bigger her boobs were. She would make such a good housewife, and she was so beautiful, and she was still a virgin. She had self-respect, unlike me. Though he let her go, he never stopped talking to other girls. He would talk to them on the phone in front of me. I was upset, but he said, would I rather be the other girls on the phone or the one next to him? I remember lying next to him while he gave the same cheesy sweet talk that he fished me with back when I was the girl on the other end of the line. At this point, I realized he was only ever interested in the chase, and I was a stupid one who fell for the bait. As time went on, we fought all the time about many things like money and other girls. I did everything I could to win his love because I thought, if I can't make him love me, I will make him miss me if we don't work out. He wanted me to act and behave a certain way to make him look good in front of his friends. As the relationship aged and we fought less, it became boring for him. He would bring up things to fight about. He asked me if I thought his friends were better looking than him. Honestly, he was not a good-looking person, but I did not fall in love with his looks. I accepted his looks. He liked to bring up my past and use it against me. He told me that I was dumb for being nice. I was taught to be kind to others, and he took advantage of this. He couldn't read or write, and he said that we couldn't have two dumb people in a relationship. He thought he was smarter than others when it came to thinking on his feet. I realized he only thinks about himself and did not trust others. Months into the relationship, we fought more and more because he was always right. One night, I forgot what we fought about, but I remember he pushed me really hard. My body slammed against the brick wall like a rag doll. He was really big compared to someone like me who was under 100 pounds. From there, it just got worse. Then the endless cycle began. If I did something wrong, he would suddenly snap and abuse me and then apologize later. Afterwards, he would be the sweet, charming person in the beginning promising me it would never happen again. One time, he knocked me to the ground and kicked me like a dog. 
Other times, he would pull my hair. There was this one time he was whipping me with his belt to teach me a lesson. The whips were hard and loud that it could cause anyone to cry as a reaction. He wanted to make me cry, but I refused to cry because I didn't want the neighbors to hear us and call the cops. He took this as me challenging him and whipped me even harder, yet I stayed silent. I endured the pain as tears streamed down my face while all I could think about was protecting him. He controlled me so much, I didn't know how to think for myself. One time, I even called him to ask for permission to eat. He had so much power over me, I felt like I couldn't function without him. I no longer had a voice of my own. I started to lose weight, and because of this, I became unattractive to him, causing him to go out more and more. I fell into depression. I did nothing but laid in bed for days with the blinds closed. My legs had muscular atrophy from lack of use and malnutrition. No one loves me. It's better if I'm gone. I thought about ways to end it, to escape this misery. I had a couple of plans. One was to jump off the bridge and drown myself, and the other was to jump in oncoming traffic on the highway. Good thing I never took action because I thought about my family. I ended up cutting myself as a way to find out if he really cared about me. He did, and he wanted me to stop. Half a year into our relationship, it became stale and we did not fight as much. I remember that moment he said life couldn't be any better. He said this was what he wanted, a girl who he was comfortable with and life just to be as it is. I was shocked. We were homeless and broke and he was content with that. I realized he never intended to marry me. From that day, I decided I wanted out, but leaving was not easy. At this point, he started physically cheating on me. He even asked me to talk to the girls for him. There was not much to salvage. One day, we got into an argument. Again, I forgot what it was about, but this time, I was done. I knew the only way I could have respect and love is to start over with a new relationship. I told him my aunt lived nearby and that I am going to go find her house. He refused to let me leave, but I escaped and ran outside looking for her house. He chased after me. I tried to run as fast as I could with all of my strength that I had left in me. I was running for my life. I used to run and cross country back in high school, but I was not able to outrun him. He grabbed my hair and dragged me all the way back. The neighbors were just standing there watching the whole entire time. Once back in the house, I knew I was dead meat. 
He took my hair straightener and hit me so hard in the head that the hair straightener broke. As I reflexed, I automatically placed my hand where he hit me and I noticed a warm sensation on my hand. There was blood dripping from my wound. The minute he saw the blood, he changed suddenly and apologized profusely. He grabbed me a towel and asked if I was okay. I played along. I felt this would be the last time he ever hit me. He suggested that to prevent infection, he must pee on my wound. I agreed, and while he was doing that, I never felt so humiliated in my whole entire life. I think we both knew at that moment that our relationship was done. He asked me if I really wanted to leave, and I said yes. He said he will remove me from his heart, no matter how painful it was. He brought me back to my neighborhood. We hugged one last time, and he wished me a good life, and we left on good terms. I walked away toward my parents' house. Long story short, the cops were involved, and I went to juvenile jail for one night because there was a warrant for me for missing a court date that I did not know about. I found out I missed the court date because I ran away with him. I slowly recovered by starting to think for myself again. It took over 10 years for me to even talk about it. The last I heard of him, he was dating a gangster girl who looked similar to me, but she was physically stronger and bigger. It looked like he tried to abuse her too, but she beat him up, and he ended up calling the cops on her. How pathetic, right? Well, they broke up. He must talk about me now as the one who got away. As for me, I always care about others. And I'm able to do that now through my profession as an RN because my husband supported me and gave me the opportunity to improve myself. We own a house and have two healthy children together. What many people don't realize is that it's not easy to just leave. I am one of the fortunate ones who survived because the victims don't always make it out alive. You don't think it's going to happen to you until it is already happening, and then it only gets worse. Beware of the charming ones because they never show that side of them until you are already isolated. Sometimes walking away is the best decision you could ever make. Thank you for listening to Mix in the Dark. I'm your host, Ma Yang. Mix in the Dark podcast is available on Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, YouTube, and Facebook. If you have any stories that you would like to share, please send it to mixinthedark at gmail.com.